Hey, got questions about travel? Is it personal? Is it business? Is it both? Stick around. We'll help you iron out what you can and can't write off. Hey there, Tim, the taxman Thompson coming to you from the Madison Hotel in Morristown, New Jersey. Sorry, I had to remember that city that I'm in. Uh, yeah, here for a business trip. The annual ProfitCon conference is this week, something I travel to every year. And, uh, you know, I hopped on that plane yesterday. I thought this would be a good blog post because I get lots of questions about this. But before I dive in, let me tell you, if you don't mind, mash on that subscribe button, like it, share it. Uh, do all the things, like I always say, do all the things to help us out. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and obviously, if you have any comments or questions about this video or know somebody who would benefit from it, share it out. This is part of a two-part series because travel uh, always constitutes either business or personal uh, when it comes to whether or not you can take a tax deduction. And in the next two videos, I'm not really going to dive into 100% business travel or 100% personal travel, because those are pretty self-explanatory. I intend fully to dive into when it's primarily business or when it's primarily uh, personal and see if we can't address some of those issues that we get asked quite a bit. So this week for me, it's a business trip. Uh, I am here for uh, four days of a conference, Monday through Thursday, I actually fly out Thursday. Uh, but I came in last night and or actually, I came in yesterday morning. Uh, I've always done that because conferences kick off early in the morning and I don't like to get up real early. So in general, there's no problem with that. That can be 100% business. But what about this? Conferences in New Jersey, I flew into Philadelphia. Now, for those of you that know uh, about this area up here, there's about a million airports. I'm not a huge fan of Newark. Sorry, my New Jersey friends. It's mostly the traffic coming out of it, but I have an ulterior motive too. Not going to lie to you. My daughter is in Philly and I wanted to see the Liberty Bell too. So guess what? I flew into Philly. It's an hour and a half drive from Philly, but sometimes getting from Newark to Morristown can be just as long. But I wanted to fly into Philly, go see my kid, go see the Liberty Bell. Literally spent all of about three hours in that town before coming on up to uh, up to the city okay so how does that look what is you know what's deductible what's not look if you're taking a business trip uh and want to tack in a few extra hours to do sightseeing and it's somewhat you know incidental to you being in that town for a business purpose nobody's going to try to correct you uh for taking a uh you know personal time on a business trip. Nobody's going to want to see your math, going to make you do your spreadsheets and all those kinds of things. Uh, just do it, enjoy yourself. And if the sightseeing, so to speak, is incidental to you being in that town, uh, no big deal. You want to tack on an extra day? Okay, now we're going to start talking about <laughs> the spreadsheet and how you're going to split that up. Uh, and I got no problem with that. Listen, in my business, uh, we counts, we don't like to get out much. We're kind of homebodies and we don't you know, really want to get away from our home office too much. 
And so if they take us somewhere cool, listen, there's a CPE conference every year in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And if you don't think that I want to go to that one of these years so I can spend a few extra days in Jackson Hole, you're nuts. You don't know me well. Of course I do. That trip will not be 100% business. Primary purpose will be business. But I'm going to spend a couple personal days up there just seeing the sights and going to Grand Teton National Park and that sort of thing. Therefore, I'm going to have to do a little bit of math and a little bit of record keeping. Okay, so I hit on three main bullets there. Uh, and you might not even known primary purpose is a really big deal. If your primary purpose for going out of town on a travel expedition uh, is personal in nature, but you're looking for a reason to write some things off, can y'all hear the train in the background? <laughs> I don't really think the train's that close, but it's literally right over here. Anyway, if your primary purpose uh, is personal in nature, you're getting out of town. Like if I had wanted to go visit my daughter purely for the sake of visiting my daughter, no, no problem here, Grace, I'm just making a point. Uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go spend a day in a rented office up there so that I can call this a business trip, but I'm spending five days with her and one day screwing around on business. Nope, that's not gonna work. And, and when I say nope, that day's worth of activities that I spend doing business I can write the expenses off for that if it if I had to rent an office for a hundred bucks or or uh, take a client to lunch or something like that. Sure, that stuff's deductible, but I'm not going to be able to write off part of the airfare, part of the hotel, that kind of thing. That's not going to work. However, like in the case of this, if my full intention is to be here for a conference, my primary purpose is to be here for a business-related conference. This is ProfitCon, which is a part of the Profit First community, and many of you know that I'm a mastery level profit first professional, uh, you know, no problem. And yesterday's sightseeing, which was to see my kid and fly into an airport that's maybe an extra 30 minutes away from the closest airport, not going to be scrutinized. Uh, not worried about the scrutiny there because it literally was incidental to me being here on a business trip, even flying in the day early. Listen, I think the IRS doesn't want to wake up at 3 a.m. to hit a flight either, okay? I didn't want to do that to try to get here in time for my meeting that's kicking off in about 30 minutes from now. So uh, made a lot of sense. Go, got to go see her. Got in here. Got a good night's sleep. Yes, I'm in my hotel room. Can you not recognize by the cute little uh, predictable painting on the wall or print, I guess this is? <laughs> anyway, um, so that's all incidental to the business purpose. Not a big problem. The other thing I touched on is the record keeping. Waited for the big heavy sigh. I get it. No, none of us likes to do it. Let me tell you, I've been in an audit or two before. I have seen travel expenses denied because of the lack of documentation. Listen, if you think credit card statements work, got another thing coming to you. I got proof. <laughs> I can tell you a client or two that got in there and got it declined just because they tried to present like a Citibank statement that has all this travel stuff in a different city. You can even see the city over on the side. And they said, yeah, sorry, it's not documented. Sure, you spent some money while you were in Morristown, New Jersey. That doesn't make it business expense. You really got to be a good record keeper. What do I do? Hmm. You don't want to necessarily follow my lead, but us accountants, we have these expandable file folders. You've probably seen them. And I mean, we got the heavy duty ones, big thick tan ones, because I don't have to buy a new batch of them every year. So we just reuse, reuse, reuse until they're useless, right? I got an expandable file folder, just one of these deals. I think it expands to three quarters of an inch or an inch, something like that. And I've got receipts from a trip. 
listen, I don't have that many receipts. Normally I could probably just do a little file folder, but I trust these expandable files because they don't, stuff doesn't fall out of the sides, right? <laughs> so however you want to do it, keep a file folder for every trip and just keep that. Everybody always asks, how long do I keep my records? Listen, they can audit, if they think fraud, they can audit as far back as they want to. Your risk is probably in a three-year window, okay? But technically everybody would say seven, seven years from the filing date. Uh, of the year that you're being audited for, that's a good safe time. So what do you do? I write Morristown, New Jersey, Profit Con, uh, September 2023 across the top. And that way I know that when 2030 rolls around, I can, I can release that thing. But I would keep receipts. Yes, get printed receipts. I know we all get them electronically, but do you really, when you get home, go print every little electronic receipt and keep it in a file folder? No. If you're good, at online organization, then you know to go grab all that stuff, drop it in a folder. More power to you. You're better than the rest of us. Do it. That works. And then maybe it's a little mini file folder of all the paper receipts that you couldn't get electronically. Whatever you choose to do, document it. Tell us what it's for. Tell us the date that it's for. Date's probably on the receipt, but like for me, the September 2023 Profit Con, big deal to put on there, okay? And then the third thing, and this might have been a little obscure, I'm not sure I actually fully mentioned it, but the third thing I would say to do is make sure that you're keeping, um, like for me, I'm at, a, I'm at a conference. Keep the agendas handy. That documents the fact that you actually were in a town for a specific purpose. If I went to that CPE conference in uh, Jackson Hole, you dang right. I want to keep that agenda. You don't have to keep every piece of document, but keep that agenda with it. Uh, today we have a, a, a day long pre-meeting that isn't part of ProfitCon. Uh, I have a mastermind group that's a part of this and we always meet attached to this ProfitCon either before or after. So today we've got an agenda, we've got a purpose, we've got a meeting location that's separate from where the rest of the event's happening. You're dang right. I want to keep that in that little folder that says ProfitCon 2023. You do those three things and you're going to be okay. All right. So primary purpose is business. Um, keeping good records of what you're doing, where you're going, uh, why you're going there. And I know documentation stinks. None of us like it. You'll like it a lot more if you ever get audited. <laughs> Promise. So keep those good records. And then, uh, and then finally, as part of the record keeping, it's stuff that you might not be thinking about. Don't forget the obscure documentation. I call it obscure. A lot of people don't think, yeah, that would have been really helpful to keep a copy of the agenda of the conference I was attending. And that way nobody would question why I was really in Morristown, New Jersey. By the way, if you're ever here, the Madison, pretty cool hotel. Lighting's not awesome. I'm trying to block that crazy light behind my head. Um, but um, it's a cool old feeling hotel. Love the fact that we're having the conference here. But anyway, I'm going to go eat breakfast because I've got about, like I said, 30 minutes before I've got to leave the hotel and uh, go to our meeting for the day. But uh, if you have any questions, love to hear from you uh, on this or any other topic. I do want to make sure stick around for episode two because we're going to approach it from the personal versus business angle. I already highlighted it a little bit earlier. Um, but this was more intended for those of you who want to attach personal days to the end or around a business trip uh, and how you can do that. Now, thing I didn't address, the spreadsheet. I told you to do one. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, the spreadsheet's helpful. <laughs> Let's say uh, five of your seven days was uh, business, but the other two were personal. Guess what you get to do? Math. And if you need help with the math, you know to reach out to us. We can help you. Send us a note, podcast at timthompsoncpa.com. 
timthompsoncpa.com. That's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at timthompsoncpa.com. We'd love to answer this question uh, or any of your questions you may have about this or any other topic. Uh, This kind of stuff is not uber difficult to understand. Uh, It's usually uber difficult to execute because people don't like to keep records. Okay, so that's your advice for this week. Get into record keeping. Get yourself some sort of organization structure. Uh, Make sure, I mean, even if it's a spreadsheet, listen, that's how I got that guy through the audit. Wasn't a pretty audit, by the way, because he didn't have a lot of documentation. But what he did have, we had a spreadsheet. It said, this date, this is the place, this was the business purpose, this was the amount. Okay, it's that simple. Doesn't take, and and you can even say, hey, that was 50% personal, 50% business, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's just make sure that you do it and keep those records, keep yourself safe, keep yourself clean, keep yourself from getting in trouble when it comes audit time. That's all for today. I hope you have a great uh, finish to your day and uh, stick around, watch episode two, similar topic, different angle. All right. Talk soon.